Your reasons for listening to this show, well, those are your own. But just keep in mind that the views, information, or opinions expressed on the Tuttle Daily Podcast are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of our sponsors. Yeah, it's called free speech, people. Nobody's forcing you to listen. Get ready for your daily dose of Tuttle. Uh, the all-time greatest uh, intern slash producer we've ever had, of course, Tuttle. Tuttle in Florida. From the Hobo Fish Camp, it's the Tuttle Daily Podcast. No wonder nobody likes you, Tuttle. Everything's a goddamn debate. Greetings and welcome to another edition of the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hope you guys are enjoying your day so far. Make sure you go to my website, Tuttle.net. That's Tuttle with two Ds, T-U-D-D-L-E dot net. The reason that I want you to go to my website is because I want you to vote for me in the Orlando Weekly Orlando Best of Competition in the category Podcast Not on the Radio. I just want to get nominated, guys. And I promise that I'm going to stop, like, campaigning for this really, really soon because I'm sure that a lot of you people are getting tired of it. But, you know, like I said, I, I, I know that I ask for a lot sometimes. I tell you guys to go to my PayPal account to donate. I tell you, ask you guys to help spread the word. Tell people about my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Tuttle. But I, I, this would really, really help me out. I think it would be great for the show. I think that it would help the show grow. Because what really, really pisses me off is that I see a lot of these other podcasters out there. They think that they are hot shit. They think like, ooh, they, they kind of look down on me. They look down on me as a broadcaster because I've been doing terrestrial for like 22 years. And now that I'm finally getting into podcasting, I, I am the, like, what would you say? I am the N-word, you know, like back in the day. Like, are we going to do like a podcast civil war here where we're like civil rights, where like you guys are treating me differently? Because I came from the terrestrial uh, 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 audio format and you guys have been doing your podcast for a while. Yes, I agree. There are a lot of differences between doing terrestrial radio and doing podcasts. I've told people this before. I've become a better broadcaster since I've been able to do this podcast because I've been doing it by myself every single day. Except the days when Ciroc comes on. I need, to, I need to get a hold of Ciroc and find out exactly when he can record again. Because he's been away. He's been away uh, at a wedding. And I'm sure that he has a lot of stories to tell. I also think that uh, this wedding might have kicked him into second gear. Or even third or fourth. Hell, you know what? It might even be overdrive to uh, finally pop the question to his lovely, lovely girlfriend, which I still have not had a chance to meet yet. I've talked to her on the phone, and we are uh, Instagram friends, and she just seems like a really, really nice girl. But I digress. Make sure you check me out. Uh, Go to my website, Tuttle.net. Vote for me as for Orlando Best Of. Best Of podcast not heard on the radio. Now, something that I do want to get into is this gas shortage craze that's going on. I The more and more I look at this, this is just a big Tijuana buttfuck. It is. A do, were we really, were we really, really attacked? Cyber attacked? Like, how, how do we even prove that we were? How do we know that the United States were like, oh, guys, we need to boost up this economy, but, you know, it's really, really going to hurt the, the poor people, but it's going to make the rich keep getting richer, and that's how we got to keep it. So let's tell people that we got attacked cyberly. Cyberly, I don't even know if that's a fucking word. But what I'm trying to say is that we're, we're going to create this gas craze just like it happened during the toilet paper. Uh, the toilet paper uh, shortage the toilet paper like craze at the beginning of the uh, coronavirus pandemic. I, I still never got that. Like, why was there such a run on toilet paper? Guys, 
growing up in the South, growing up, I, w- I wouldn't say that we were poor, but, you know, you do, you do what you have to do. Like, here, I'll, I'll give you an example, and I'm not proud of this. God damn it, I can't believe I'm about to admit this. One of the worst things you can do, and, and I usually, with my OCDs check, is go into a convenience store, sit down, and take a dump without checking to make sure that there is toilet paper in the little thing. There wasn't. There was not a single bit of toilet paper. And also, there were no paper towels because it's one of those bathrooms that, oh, we got to go green, so we're going to use hand dryers. So I got a little desperate. And luckily, luckily, thank God it was one of those dumps where you don't have to wipe and wipe and wipe. You know, guys and ladies, even though the ladies probably wouldn't admit it, we have all had those dumps where as many times as you wipe, it's like there's a fucking marker in your asshole that every time you just wipe, it's just boom, more stuff, boom, more. You're going through your second roll of toilet paper, and there's still shit on the paper. But luckily, this one was not that bad, and... I had to I I had to take one of the cloth masks that I wear around all the time and MacGyver that into oh I don't even I mean I just wiped my ass with it and then I luckily I had a disposable mask in my little cargo shorts right there on the side and I was able to take care of business See I think I got the corona now because I wiped my ass with the mask Inside of a 7-Eleven. But, yeah, that's what I had to do. And what I'm trying to say is, you you make good with what you have when you're in a tight situation. You just do it. You know, Arabs, I'm not trying to, like, say anything bad about Arabs, but Arabs, sometimes, they wipe their ass with their hands and just water. So, this gas craze is just another version. I mean... I have not seen it this bad. This this is like on hurricane-type proportions when it comes to people being just so obsessed with getting gasoline. Sorry, I've always wanted to do that on the air. Oh, God, man, that stinks. Anyways, yeah, so the gas craze is really, really, really bad around here. Like you can drive all the way up to, up and down US1. You're not going to find a lot of gas available here. And I think they said somewhere uh, Oh, and that's the other thing. A lot of people don't even realize that pipeline, that pipeline does not even touch the state of Florida. Like it ends in Georgia. And yes, I do know that they put it on trucks and they bring it down here and stuff. But this gas craze, people making a run on gas is what's creating the gas shortage. We would have plenty of gas. I saw a guy here in Oak with a uh, one of those red wagon radio flyer, like, wagons that you pull around. And I swear to God, he had eight, eight gas cans. And just to let you know, while he's filling up these gas cans, he is smoking a 305 menthol. And I'm just like, oh, my God. I thought natural selection was actually supposed to be a thing because if that guy's not getting taken out, then who, like, you'll you'll get a guy like me that is all safe and everything, won't even use his cell phone uh, when it comes to putting gasoline in, but uh, he'll get, he'll, he'll uh, get caught on fire from static electricity by touching a piece of metal. So, yeah, that, that's, that's pretty much how natural selection works. The guy smoking... The guy smoking while pumping uh, gasoline into uh, a, a, wa- a wagon wheel or whatever it is. And then I die from static electricity while I'm pumping gas. That's just, that's just the way the world works, people. That is just the way it works. So what I'm trying to say is stop freaking out. I mean, I'm not freaking out, but I had to get gas because I was worried that the people were making a run on gas. I have to take my mom today to Orlando for a doctor's appointment. 
because they got to find out how much cancer they're going to have to be taken out of her neck. And then I think I got to take her to do that. So, so yeah, good times for me, people. Good fucking times. All right, guys, before I get into my next news story, my first news story from the Queen of the South today, I want to ask you a question. Well, it's not even a question, but I, I would like some feedback. And I, I, I just want to, I want to tell ladies and guys out there this. Uh, maybe it'll help out a little bit. But ladies, this is more directed towards you. Uh, when a guy, when you know that a guy likes you more than just a friend, but you guys are still friends pretty much no matter what, but you know that the guy does like you more than just a friend. Come on. I mean, we all we all know and we've all been in those type of situations. The last thing as a guy that they want to hear from a woman is you make me feel comfortable like my mother. Now, I know that that was meant as a compliment. I know that that was meant as uh, something nice to be said, but man, oh man, that 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 was a double-edged sword. It kind of made me feel good, like, oh well, that's cool. But and also, it's like, guess what? Well, in some cases, they do, but uh, for the most part, people don't have sexual relationships with their parents. I'm just saying. And I'm not even mad about the whole situation. Uh, you know, that's that's the type of person that I am. I, I did take it as a compliment. But I also kind of like, that was like the biggest red flag of all. That you absolutely have no chance at all of having a romantic relationship at all with me. And... I think I need to take it as that. And like I said, I'm not even mad at all. I'm really not. I'm not mad. I just, I wanted to hear from you guys. I definitely did want to hear from you guys. Like, feedback. Is is that a nail in the coffin? Is that like, all right, yeah. You, no matter what you do, no matter how hard you try, no matter, like, what you do, it's just not happening. And you just need to just realize, hey, we're just going to be friends. Hey, y'all be careful with that golf cart right there, you know? Out here just trying to record my podcast. Uh, yeah, uh, there, there's these uh, next-door neighbors and stuff uh, that live next door to us. And uh, they are a um, girlfriend-girlfriend uh, couple. I don't even know. See, I got to be careful with the cancel culture. But I got to tell you, very, very nice. Cool to hang out with. Uh, get high as shit with them sometimes. So, uh, yeah, a lot of fun. So, but I, I would like to hear from you. 407-270-3044. Once again, that is 407-270-3044. Or you can email me, Tuttle at gmail.com. That's Tuttle with two Ds. T-U-D-D-L-E at gmail.com. So yeah, I would like to hear from you. Is is that a nail in the coffin? Is that like throwing in the towel of just stop trying to be more than friends? All right, guys. You know her. You love her. I've been getting a lot of great feedback from people on my voicemail, 407-270-3044 as well as my email, Tuttle at gmail.com. You guys have been loving my new newscaster, the Queen of the South. Uh, Her news story that she's going to be talking about today is how uh, COVID is affecting more bald people. Now, I haven't listened to the story yet, so I'm, I'm really, really excited about hearing how this is even possible. Uh, you know, there is such a big stigma about guys going bald. I I really, really never understood that. Like, why is hair such a big deal? Now, I don't think that I will ever, ever have to worry about it. I know a lot of people want to say that the hair deals with more on your mom's side than what it does on your dad's side. 
But on both sides of my family, it really does not matter because everybody had full heads of hair until they, the, the day that they died. So I really don't think that that is something that I'm going to have to worry about. You know, one of the things that my dad has always told me, and I've talked about this before, people that are very hairy uh, have a lot of body hair usually or can grow big facial hair are the ones that go bald first. And look at it. I mean, it is the truth. Look at every single hairy person that you know of, and they usually are kind of bald. But I also don't understand the stigma. It's just hair, people. Like, animals have hair. Do you realize that maybe bald men is just an evolution in uh, human society? Because we have been losing hair and more hair and more hair the more we have evolved as a species, as human beings. Hey, y'all. It's the Queen of the South reporting the news for the Total Daily Podcast. Have I got a story for you. Hair raising. Bald men are twice as likely to suffer severe COVID, experts warn. New research suggests they spend up to twice as long in hospital with COVID than those who still have a full head of hair. Okay, I've, I've talked about this before. Now, is this just a genetical thing, or is it because you don't have hair? Because I, I'll admit to you guys, I don't even know. I, I most likely have talked about this before, but you guys have also all got to understand, I've had a lot of head injuries in my life, a lot of CTE, just a lot of damage and just trauma to my my dome through the years of all the dumb shit that I've done on the radio. But I would come home some days from working mornings, working uh, as an iron worker, and I would just felt like I, I had this urge that I had to shave every single piece of hair off of my body. Even, even had to bick razor the top of my head. Like, completely bald Jones Willie, like a marble slab that I would just cut every single piece of hair off of my body and and I could not rest until and I would look in the mirror and be like all right did I get there oh my god I left a piece of hair there and then I would just do it over and over again and I would get the worst like razor burn rash because I would want to get so close now after me doing that, would that mean that I'm more susceptible to COVID or that the effects were going to hurt me more? I don't know, but I'm sure the Queen of the South is going to tell us real, real soon. They are also admitted to intensive care in higher number. Scientists say men's COVID vulnerability largely comes down to male sex hormones called androgens. Men who are genetically more sensitive to androgens appear to be more likely to suffer severe COVID. They're also more likely to have hair loss, called androgenetic alopecia. Now, I'm sure a lot of you guys are probably like, "Oh, Tuttle man, you're you're getting lazy. You're you're falling back on the you're falling back on your job. You are not editing the show as well as you used to." No, you, you know what? Fuck all that editing bullshit. This is real life. Like this is what you guys want, right? You guys want real-life scenarios. You want real-life stories. You want real-life everything. And you know what? I'm going to start keeping the mess-ups in. I think I sneezed earlier. I farted on the microphone. I'm just keeping it real, people, because I, I guess that is what I got to do. I got to start keeping things real, because if I don't keep things real, people just don't care. They don't care. It's it is fuck Tuttle's feelings. And yes, I know that I I am uh, talking about myself in the third person. I completely, completely get that. But it is it it has become to that point. Fuck Tuttle's feelings. So I'm just being real with all of you guys right now. I'm gonna start leaving in all the mess ups. And you know what, Queen of the South? Listen, this is this is nothing against you, Queen of the South. I think that you are doing a tremendously great job. But I'm going to leave it in there because guess what? All the other professional news uh, media, they would have been like, oh, God, we got to take this out. No, I'm leaving it in because it's real life. You know what happens in real life? 
People fuck up. People make mistakes. And that's why I'm leaving it in there. Which affects around half the men over the age of 50. The common condition also affects women in a different way, causing thinning at the crown of the head, typically over the age of 65. Androgenetic alopecia has previously been linked with several other conditions, including heart disease and diabetes. Guys, can can I just be serious here? I'm not trying to be sexist or, or misogynistic or anything, but would it would it really, really bother you? Now, I'm just being honest, and I'm not shock-jocking. I'm not trying to be, like, way out there, but say, uh, okay, like, I'll, I'll I'll use my friend Teresa who I think is extremely, extremely attractive. Like, one of the most attractive women that I know out there, okay? Now, if she had a bald spot on the crown of her head where most women, you know, go bald or, or thin of the hair, um, you know what? As a guy, it really would not bother me at all. And please don't think that I'm saying Teresa's got that. I'm just using her as an example. But what I'm trying to say is, guys, if there was a really, really hot woman that you know that you could actually hook up with, but she had a bald spot on the top of her head, would that keep you? Would that be like, ah, I, I can't have sex with this woman? No, it would not. That That's that's just how guys are. That, I mean, see, that's that's the difference between men and women. Some women will not be with men that are bald or have bald spots, but men will be with hot women that do have bald spots. And <laughs> that's just, that is just the way the world works. I, you know, I ask you guys for your feedback all the time. I would love to hear from you. Would you hook up with a hot ass chick that had a bald spot on the top of her head? Kind of like Bozo the Clown. Or had the uh, Hulkster like skullet going on. You you got the hair around the side, but you got the bald patch right on top. Could you have sex with the hottest chick that you could ever think of, but she has thinning hair? I think a lot of guys really just would not give a fuck. We just wouldn't. A team of U.S. doctors measure men's sensitivity to androgens by counting a chemical called CAG. High levels indicate that a man is more likely to have hair loss. Of 65 men hospitalized with the infection, those with high CAG levels had worse COVID outcomes in the 60 days following their hospitalization. They spent 47 days in the hospital on average. 70.6% were admitted to ICU. For comparison, those with low CAG levels spent an average of 25 days in the hospital and 45.2% were admitted to ICU. Lead author, Dr. Andy Gorn, Chief Medical Officer at Applied Biology Incorporated, Irvine, California, said CAG levels could be used to spot men at risk of ICU admission. So basically what the Queen of the South is saying is if you're bald and you get COVID, just put the pistol in your mouth. God, I know, you know what? That statement right there is probably going to get me kicked out or kick me off of some of the social media because of the cancel culture. I told you guys that I, and, and you know what? That was just a joke. That was just a joke. I don't claim to be some type of medical professional or anything like that, but guess what? We don't get the freedom of speech anymore. We can't joke around. We cannot do parodies. Uh, we, we just can't do it because earlier, like last year, I was shadow banned from Twitter for like two weeks because of an interview I did with Dr. Ken, who is a scientist. And we talked about COVID on my YouTube channel and I posted it on my Twitter account and it got me banned. So me just making a joke about being a bald guy. And if you get COVID, you might as well just put the pistol in your mouth or the shotgun and do it a la Kurt Cobain style. Yeah. I could be this this whole this whole Tuttle Daily Podcast Empire could be crumbling down with just that one comment alone. He said the study adds more evidence that variations in the AR gene and susceptibility to androgens are to some extent implicated in the severity of COVID infection. Androgens are believed to act as a gateway, 
to boost the coronavirus's ability to attack cells. It could also explain why men have died of COVID in higher numbers compared with women. Dr. Warren presented the findings to a virtual meeting of the European Academy of Dermatology and Virinology. I don't even know if you guys realize of what I've been trying to do so far is to find news stories that have these really, really big words in them that uh, the, uh, the Queen of the South will have problems with when it comes to pronouncing them. Listen, I think she's doing an amazing job, but come on, man. I, this is a comedy show, and that's the reason that I pick out some of these news stories that I do. It comes after a study by the same team showed that bald men were up to twice as likely to be admitted to the hospital in the first place. The team reported in June that among men hospitalized with COVID and three major hospitals, 79% of had androgenetic alopecia. This was dramatically disproportionate to the expected number of 31 to 53% in a similar age match population. The link between baldness and severe symptoms was considered so strong the experts call for it to be considered a risk factor. Professor Carlos Wimbler of Brown University was part of the study told The Telegraph in June. We think androgens or male hormones are definitely the gateway for the virus to enter our cells. We really think that baldness is a perfect predictor of severity. I mean, if I'm just being serious, it just seems like they are making stuff up. Like, every single day, we end up coming up with uh, new things that are related to COVID. Now it's all baldness, androgen, whatever it may be. It's like it's one thing or another. Originally, it was a lung disease. Now it is a blood disease. I just wish people would make up their mind, try to figure out what's going on, so we can just go about our everyday lives just like it's yippee-yo. Scientists have also found similar results in women who are losing their hair due to androgens. Hormone suppressants currently used to treat prostate cancer and baldness could also give a better chance at kicking the deadly bug. An Italian study found men who were being treated for prostate cancer with androgen deprivation therapy were four times less likely to catch coronavirus as peers on other treatments. It's me, alopecia. But so far, studies have relatively small numbers of patients. Don't forget to watch Tuttle's podcast at youtube.com backslash Tuttle, T-U-D-D-L-E. That's Tuttle. See y'all later. It's the Queen of the South. Go big or go home. All right. Thank you, Miss Queen of the South. Really appreciate your news report. Going to take a quick break. Make sure you go to my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Tuttle. Make sure you hit that little subscribe button and hit that uh, that bell button. Because when you hit that bell button, that bell button is going to alert you anytime I go live or put up any new content. Like I said, going to take a quick break. Be back in a few minutes. You are listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Great news, folks. You now have the chance to see the face in front of that sexy voice. Right you are, sir. The Tuttle Daily Podcast streams Monday to Friday on YouTube. Anything can happen at the Hobo Fish Camp. Oh, okay. Oh, okay, sir. That's enough. Okay. So go to youtube.com slash Tuttle. Don't forget to subscribe and hit that bell button so you're notified anytime Tuttle goes live. Good job, sir. Questions? Comments? Concerns? Compliments? Or do you just want to tell Tuttle to fuck off? In any event, contact Tuttle. Tuttle at gmail.com. It's uh, Tuttle with two Ds, dumbass. All right, guys. Welcome back to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Uh, This next segment that I'm about to play for you, I was not able to get the Queen of the South to be able to read this one for you. But this one comes from my buddies over at WKMG Channel 6 in Orlando. And it is about this... um, let's say, child with Down syndrome that is competing for a uh, national championship, I guess, that they're holding here in locally here in Florida. And I was like, okay, when I first heard this story, I was like, all right, so this, this girl with Down syndrome, she must be able to rip it right down the fairway. And the story is like every other story where it's like, Everybody deserves a trophy now. Now, am I saying that I could beat this woman in golf? Hell no. Like, this 
this girl with Down syndrome would be absolutely ripping my tits through the links on a golf course all day, every day. And with that tee off, 22-year-old Amy Bockersteady made history. I'm happy to see my teammates in nationals. It was so much fun to see them. Okay, did any of you guys catch the wording of that? I'm happy to see my teammates in competing for the national championship. She didn't say us. She said my teammates. So is this just a case of they allowed this kid on the team? And, you know, there's a couple of ways you could look at this. Okay, maybe she's good. Maybe she's not. But you could also say that the team is kind of using her for publicity, for recruitment. All right, hey, let's, uh, you know, or or you could look at this another way. Did did this kid with Down syndrome, see, and, and I'm trying to be careful the way that I talk about this because with cancel culture and stuff, I don't want to get canceled. But did she take a scholarship from somebody that could shoot a lot better than her? Because I got to tell you, as soon as I saw the story, I wanted to see what she shot on the first round. Now, if you guys are not golf fans, um, even par is 72. Uh, this chick shot a hundred and I think 15 in her first round of golf. How is that even close to being okay to be able to compete for a national championship? Her nickname is Amazing Amy. She's breaking barriers this week, but more importantly to her, she's traveling from Phoenix alongside her teammates from Paradise Valley Community College and making friends. She's usually the focal point around the team, um, personality-wise. Uh, the team kind of rallies around her. and Basically, everything the father just said described what a mascot is. Am I the only one that, that is actually uh, hearing what I'm hearing right now? Once again, like, I don't want you to think like I'm trying to shock jock or trying to, like, you know, get under people's skin here. But it is the truth. Like, this news report completely made it seem like this woman was, like, she was just knocking down darts on these par threes like her name was 10 Cup or something. But no, it's like she's the mascot of the team. She treats the team like they're all her best friends. Matt Keel, her coach, says Amy brings the spirit. She's a great player. Like She has a fantastic swing. She hits the ball well. Her dad, Joe, is always by her side, coaching her along. It's so fun to be able to be on the course with your daughter, uh, playing golf like this, helping her make decisions. Uh, it's, uh, it's hard work, right? And dad's goal is to not uh, cost Amy any shots. Amy went viral in a video in 2019 when her confidence caught the attention of pro golfer Gary Woodland during a practice hole. I got this. You got it? That line now the namesake for her foundation, the mission to grow the game of golf for those with intellectual disabilities. And I actually think that it would be cool if you guys did support it. I mean, it, it, it when you think about it, it is a good cause. I know that I'm making a lot of jokes or I'm making a lot of off-color comments and stuff, but... It is, it is a good damn cause, and I don't know if that whole thing was, you know, set up where she went up to the professional golf rounds and was like, oh, we got this, or I got this. Yeah, who, who, who knows? But, hey, if it spawned off a, a good fundraiser to help, you know, kids that are disabled or mentally challenged play the game of golf, good for them. Good for them. We started the I Got This Golf Academy about uh, six weeks ago. So we're providing lessons to about 20 individuals with intellectual disabilities. So more players like Amy. See, this this is also, look, I hate to be one of those pessimistic people or whatever. But what if this like grows into like some big ass charity where they're making just money hand over fist? Is it going to be one of those like 301c3 uh, nonprofit ones? Or is this father going to be cashing in? Going to be like a Joel Osteen riding around on an airplane, jet, private limousines, $1,000 suits, whatever it may be. God, I wish that I could look at the world in, in, in a child's eyes. Not in child's eyes, but with child eyes. Because 
Just the older and older I get, I just question every fucking thing out there. Can have big moments like this. There's a lot of electricity around the tee box, a lot of people watching. I'm happy to see my teammates in nationals. It's so much fun to see them. Now, Amy's in her third year of the college program, so I asked her, what are your plans for after college? And she said to keep on playing. At Plantation Bay, I'm Molly Reed, getting results, News 6. See, now I feel like a complete asshole. I do. I, 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 I don't know why I do that sometimes. I, so what? So what if she took a scholarship away from some deserving? Like, what if this was a minority? Like, for real. Like, what if this was... A minority that that was getting into golf, that loved golf, but the reason she didn't make the team was because we had to put Amy, Amy, our mascot, on the team to be able to play golf so we can actually get some attention from some local-ass news station that made it seem like this bitch, like I said, was throwing darts on the greens. But no, no, she's shooting like 111, 122. Uh, when, I don't know if you know this, I, I said this earlier, even par in golf is 72. So it's not like she's doing, matter of fact, she's probably hurting the team more than anything else. And they're probably not even, you, you know what I would like to know? Are they even counting her scores when it comes to the team effort? I would love to know. All right, going to take a quick break. Be back in a few minutes. You are listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Orlando Weekly, best of Orlando. Write the Tuttle Daily Podcast in the category for best podcast not on the radio. Visit Tuttle.net where you'll find a direct link so you can't complain that it's too complicated. And if you don't live in Orlando, no problem. If you're a supporter of the show from anywhere around the world, you can vote too. Wish you could have just flown and had your vehicle arrive a day or two later so you can enjoy more time doing what's important to you? Well, you can. Just give Starfire Transport a call. Let the professionals do the driving while you're flying. Starfire Transport specializes in RV and auto transport. They'll also haul watercraft from boats to PWCs, cargo trailers, and more. Service available throughout the continental United States. So don't wait. Call Brian today at 574-349-4193 or 989-751-6106 for your next move. 10% off for veterans past or present. Also, make sure to tell them Tuttle sent you for an additional discount. That's Starfire Transport. Want to support the show? Go to paypal.me slash Tuttle on the radio. All right, guys. Welcome back to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. I, I don't know if you can notice this, but the show that you have heard so far today, I actually started last Wednesday. I started last Wednesday while I was at Orlando Regional Medical Center in Orlando. Of course, look at the mess. I said Orlando Regional Medical Center. Anyways, um, I want to apologize personally to a lot of you people out there, the supporters of the show. I'm sorry. I feel like I've let you guys down. But if I'm just being honest... I I don't know like if I could have done the best show possible for you. And I don't I, I don't think that would have been fair turning in some half-assed material that you guys would have just been like, "Oh, this this sucks." Is is Tuttle losing it? Is Tuttle losing his mojo? Tuttle losing the magic that got him to the dance? No. But Last Wednesday, I'm over at ORMC. My mom has to see the cancer doctor because my mom has cancer again in her neck. Basically, the same place where she had the non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. So, we're there already. That really, really sucks, having to go through that. Because my mom's already saying that she's refusing to get radiation or chemotherapy. If it is cancer, which it is, so they're going to pretty much cut all the stuff out that they can, and hopefully they get it all, and it hasn't spread anywhere. Now, also at that same time, I get a phone call from Advent Health, which I am not very happy with right now. I still have a big problem with religious organizations owning hospitals. Just It does not seem fair at all. These mother effers, they don't pay any taxes at all. I just, 
I, I don't get it. But I get a phone call from them. They're telling me that my dad's organs are shutting down, his liver, his kidneys. And this was last Wednesday, and they tell me. It's like, could be any day. We, we really don't know. You know, I, I, I talked to my producer, Vulture, and he is right. Dad, dad is a fighter, man, because they, they only gave him a couple of days, and, and he's still alive right now. Um, you know, I don't... I don't I want to pick the right words when I say it, but fortunately, I don't know if fortunately is a good thing because I don't know if he's suffering right now. He he has not said a word in over a week, and now it's getting to the point where he does not even acknowledge, like he doesn't even like look at us when we walk into the room. No eye contact, no nothing. Um, so. I don't, I don't even know if, like, saying fortunately is right. And I, I, I don't want you guys to think that I want my dad to die. I either want him to get better or I want this to be over with. It is. I, I, because it's, I've been as strong as I can. I, I, I really haven't shown much emotions at all. But what I'm trying to say is that I, I can see what it's doing to my mom. I can see what it, it's doing to me. And I know, like, in the future, this this is going to really fuck me up, man. Because, and it, 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 and, and I, I know this is, like, the one thing I've talked about this. You know, no matter our race, gender, creed, sexual preference, religion, what whatever it may be. The one thing that we all have in common is that we are going to die one day. We are. And one of the shows that I want to start watching is the show Afterlife. Because I, I was going and I ended up finding this quote. And it, it actually made me feel a lot, lot better. would like to know where this quote is exactly from because... If one of the writers on Afterlife wrote this, man, Jesus, they, they deserve an Emmy just for this line alone. Happiness is amazing. It's so amazing, it doesn't matter if it's yours or not. It's that lovely thing. A society grows great when old men plant trees, the shade of which they know they will never sit in. Good people do things for other people. That's it, the end. And I've pretty much thought that everything Ricky Gervais has done has been brilliant. And I can't believe that I've slept on this show as long as I have. Jesus, I sound like a fucking Gen Xer trying to be cool with all the words by stay, saying I slept on this or stay woke, people. Stay woke. No, but I'm going to check that out. And I just wanted to apologize. Like, I'm sorry. Because the the woman is right. It's 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 all about happiness, making people happy, and that's what I try to do with this show. So I do apologize that I missed a couple of days, and I'm back to normal starting today, tonight at eight. Don't forget YouTube live stream, YouTube.com/slash/tuttle. All right, let's get into one last news report. Here is the Queen of the South. Good afternoon. This is the Southern Queen reporting the news for Tuttle's podcast. Have I got a story for you. Incredibly intoxicated man shot and barbecued his dogs, cop said. Okay, for one, it, look, once again, not shock-jocking. I know I'm sounding like a broken record and stuff, but uh, it, why shoot the dogs? One of the worst things when I've gone out squirrel hunting, when I used to go out squirrel hunting with my dad, yeah, that's not a sexual thing. It is we were actually hunting for squirrel, is picking out the the bird shot like every once in a while you take a bite of squirrel and you get like a little piece of metal metallic taste i know a lot of people hate that a lot of people get disgusted just by putting tin foil in your mouth they hate the the feel of like metal in their teeth or the taste of it and yeah so why shoot the dogs when you could easily just like take a knife out slit their throat and then bleed them out and then uh yippee yo you're ready to go buddy Let's fire up the grill. An incredibly intoxicated Pennsylvania man shot his dog and grilled the animal in a fire pit in his front yard, authorities said. 
Now, did he did he actually do, do the dog like a whole pig, like a pig roast? I remember the first time I thought that was going to be absolutely disgusting, but we did a full pig roast at one of the real radio events when we were doing SBK Live. I think it was at Slow and Low Barbecue over there in Cocoa Beach, and it was it was one of the coolest things because they cooked this hog, the whole thing, the head, everything. Do you put the? It was so good, like it was so tender. You could pull the fucking head right off of the pig, and it was so delicious. It was so good. I wonder if that's how this guy cooked the dog. Like, did the whole apple gimmick right in the dog's mouth? Nicola, forty-eight, was arrested Friday outside of Northampton Township home, where cops found a burning fire pit and a couch in flames in the front yard. Police said. Now, I've heard of people like when they smoke. Well, I've done it. I don't even know why I say hey, or I heard. Uh, you can use pecan wood. You can use apple wood. You can use oak. I have never heard anybody smoking a piece of meat with a couch. I don't, I don't know how appealing that burnt foam taste would be on dog meat. Once the fire was under control, patrol observed an unknown animal badly burned and charred on top of a small metal charcoal grill. Northampton Township Police said in a statement, it was later learned that the animal was Lucky Anchevik's dog. Lucky Anchevik was incredibly intoxicated at the time. Anchevik sounds like a Russian. Like, I, I didn't know, like, oh, I'm not trying to be stereotypical. I know a lot of you guys all thought I was going to make, like, an Asian joke or be like, oh, oh, another Asian guy barbecuing a dog. No, hell no. This guy sounds like a straight-up Russian that just drank too much vodka the night before and was like, hey, I want to, I will destroy you. Oh, yes? Yeah, let, let's go barbecue dog. Why? My Russian sounds like a caveman. And unable to speak according to an affidavit of probable cause for his arrest obtained by the Philadelphia Inquirer. Luckvo was also dousing 100 bills with lighter fluid and burning them in the metal fire pit. All right, this dude was a baller then. Like, he is cooking his dog, burning the couch, and burning straight up big face $100 bills like it's nothing. Yeah, this dude was like some Russian millionaire tech giant, and he is just throwing $100 bills in. I got to tell you what, that would be pretty pimp if you cooked the dog in nothing but $100 bills. Which was topped with a barbecue grate where his pooch was cooked, according to the affidavit. The dog apparently had been shot in the eye prior to being badly burned, authorities said. Luckavoo's room bait. Oh, Queen of the South. Room bait? What, what is room bait? Is room bait like you're, you're the, the guy that stays with you, that masturbates you, that jacks you off? Ooh, I go call my room bait while I, I cooked up. I sound like a Darthakian now from like Game of Thrones. Go, go get room bait. Me need masturbation time. Reportedly told cops he confessed to shooting his dog with a 9mm handgun before hiding the animal outside. Cops found bullet holes in a bedroom as well as in a hallway. The affidavit states, A handgun believed to be the weapon used to kill the pet was also recovered from the home, the inquiry reported. Lukovich was charged with aggravated cruelty to animals, discharging a firearm into an occupied structure, Reckless endangerment and possessing instruments of a crime, police said. Lukovic, whose bail was set at one million, remained in custody Monday. All right, guys, I I love animals to death, I really, really do. But does anybody else find it or have a problem with it that this guy is probably having to pay more bail, bail, which is a million dollars, than some pedophiles? Some, like, uh, vehicular homicide people, DUI people that, that have killed real human beings. Like, does anybody else have a problem with that? Like, seriously, I'll bring this up. Uh, and this is, this is not, like, this is not me, like, talking trash about Shannon Burke or anything like that. But do you realize that there were more people upset that Shannon shot his dog by accident than what he did? shooting his wife by accident like th does nobody has a problem with that at all 
I I kind of do. Even though with me being an animal lover, I, I seriously do have a problem with that. Prosecutors sought the amount due to the felony animal cruelty charge and claimed he was a danger to the community, the inquiry reported. In spring 2017, Lucky Vu charged a photo on Facebook of a German Shepherd and a Siamese cat that he called our formidable security forces. It's unclear whether the dog pictured was the animal killed in last week's incident. Also shared a stock image on Facebook of five dogs draped in lights in front of a Christmas tree in December 2017 while wishing friends and family all the best in 2018, which he noted was the year of the dogs and the Chinese zodiac. And the year of the dogs, I wish you success, health, and fun without limits. Lukovic wrote in Russian, according to a translation, may there be a lot of joy and laughter, and you are surrounded by your loved ones. A freaking crazy guy would barbecue their dog. Well, there's your news. Don't forget to watch Tuttle's podcast at youtube.com backslash Tuttle. That's T-U-D-D-L-E. See y'all later. It's the Southern Queen. Go big or go home. All right. Thank you, Queen of the South. Like I said, I apologize, guys, for missing a couple of days, but things are back into full swing. Got to get these uh, numbers up because I looked at my analytics and uh, me not doing the show, not so good. Not so good for my numbers. But let's get it pumped up. Help spread the word. Tell people on your social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, whatever it may be. Tell your friends, family, loved ones. Tell everybody the Tuttle Daily Podcast is back and is in the full swing of things. Hope you guys enjoyed today's show, and I will talk to you later tonight on the YouTube live stream, youtube.com slash Tuttle. Love you guys. Bye. And that's the show for today. Thanks for listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hey, don't be a dickhead. Do us a favor. Like, share, and subscribe to the show. Also, check out the Tuttle category at 315live.com. The Tuttle Daily Podcast is brought to you by Starfire Transport, stitchyouup.com, and pocketbearclub.com. Special thanks to show producer Vulture and co-host Sirach. Show voiceover service is brought to you by jcvoiceover.com and The Little Cheese Show. Download and subscribe to The Little Cheese Show everywhere podcasts are found. If you want to help support the show, go to paypal.me slash Tuttle on the radio. You have something you want to say? Tuttle at gmail.com. Or leave a voicemail at 407-270-3044. To follow all Tuttle's social media, go to Tuttle.net. That's Tuttle with two Ds dot net. Thanks again for all your support, and we'll see you tomorrow on the Tuttle Daily Podcast.